When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Justin Strong and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show, the man who will bless all of your tracks, Ryan Nelson. Justin, I think after this episode of the pod, everyone's going to be saying, how great is this podcast? <laughs> yes, they will. At least we hope that's what they'll be saying. So, uh, If you've been listening to the podcast since we started a few months ago, thank you for continuing to listen and making us a part of your day. Uh, if you're new to the show, we hope you enjoyed it as we talk about our first Apple TV Plus show, The After Party. If you are new or a regular and would like more access to the show, visit our Patreon page and become a patron of the Main Attraction Podcast. Go to patreon.com slash the Main Attraction Podcast and you can get Patreon-only content. You can support us at a $3, 5 10 or $20 level. And when you join up, we'll shout you out here on the show like we've done our three previous patrons. If you can't be a patron, you can help the show out by rating us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating, and if you have time, write us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you do write us a review on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on air next time we record. Both of those go a long way in getting the show in the ears of new listeners. All right, we are talking the after party today. All right, Ryan, uh, just general thoughts before we get into specifics. What were your thoughts coming into the show, and kind of what are your thoughts coming out of it? I expected it to be uh pretty good because i've i've watched some of the lord and miller Mm -hmm. they've done 21 jump street right uh what else they're the batman lego people they're those oh yeah that's right they did that and they did um uh will forte had the show last man on earth that was pretty funny they were involved with that so i knew that since they were involved it was gonna be funny but it it was it was more creative and, and better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. They, go ahead. Keep going. I was going to say, they, they surprised me with the with the format that I know we'll get into for each episode. Yeah, they did too. They did me too. I wasn't really knowing what to expect when we got into this. Uh, I thought it would be good because I, I recognize a lot of people. I'm not real familiar with all of them, but I recognize a lot of them. Uh, and that's kind of what they wanted. They didn't want you to get like, they didn't, they weren't trying to get the biggest name stars coming to this, but they wanted what and I read a, uh, an interview that they did where they wanted the people who were like the best parts of the shows that you have seen. And that's very accurate. I think of what this cast was, you know, there's a lot of people who aren't a list stars in this, but they are, you know, the people that really enhance the shows you've watched in the past. And that's what they've all done in the show. All these guys come together. They work really well together. They had a lot of really good on-screen chemistry, especially, uh, what's his name? Ben, is it Ben Schwartz? Ben Schwartz. Yeah, Ben Schwartz. Ben Schwartz. And, um, Sam Richardson. Sam I, thought, Richardson. I thought they yeah. were really good together. Uh, we'll get more into that in a little bit. But like I said, just that's kind of what they were going for when they did this show. They were just going to try to get 
you know, all these good actors who maybe not be star, may not be stars, but they wanted to try to get the people who could make a good show together. And I think they accomplished that. Yeah, I, de- I definitely agree with you. And that, and, and they nailed it because I can't tell you how many people have mentioned that Sam Richardson's part on Veep. I can't, I, I've never watched Veep, but he has been right. mentioned multiple times as their favorite character. Yeah, I, I've never watched Veep either. Uh, this was my first time actually seeing him in anything that, that I'm aware of. There may be some smaller stuff that he's yeah. done that I, I just didn't, I don't remember. Yeah, and Ben Schwartz and Ike Barinholtz, anything those two have been in, they have stole the show. Yes, they have. Uh, the One thing, I haven't seen uh, Barinholtz's stuff. I've seen Ben Schwartz just from Parks and Recreation. Uh, that's where I know him best from. Yeah. And every time he is in that show, he, he, he steals every scene he's in. If you've seen, if, if you're not sure who we're talking about and you're watching this, uh, if you ever see the gif of the You're the Worst where he's like, there's this guy like staring down... <clears throat> Uh, what's his name from uh, Severance? And oh, I can't remember. Adam Scott. Thank you, Adam Scott. He's like, like just like breathing into him. Uh, that's Adam. That's Ben Schwartz, and, and he's just fantastic. And he was fantastic in this as well. Ike Barinholtz probably best known for being Seth Rogen's friend and neighbor right. in the movie Neighbors. Okay, both both movies, and he was Dave Franco is in that as well. Okay, uh, and and he he was really funny that, but he's also played smaller part in in some big movies like Sisters mm-hmm. with uh, Tina Fey and yeah, um, I, I, Fuller, so. I remember seeing him. I remember seeing him, and I didn't see that movie. But I remember him yeah. seeing like the previews and stuff. He's also was in Blockers, uh, which, yes, which yeah, makes Blockers sense. Is great, which makes and, sense. And with our guy John Cena. Yes, with our guy John Cena, we we love we we are a John Cena Stan podcast. Uh, all right, so let's go ahead and do this. Oh, since the premise of this show, again, if you're if you're listening to this and you haven't watched the show, thank you for doing that. But I would encourage you to pause this for just a second and go watch it. It's an eight episode show. Episodes run anywhere from thirty to forty minutes. Some are a little bit longer. Some are a little bit shorter. Uh, but the premise is somebody gets the star of. Uh, this pop star is a member of this graduating class and they're all coming together for their 15th, 15 year anniversary, uh, excuse me, 15 year reunion. And the pop star gets murdered. Uh, he rose to, to fame after they graduated from high school. He gets murdered. He gets pushed off of his balcony and falls to his death. And the detective who is played wonderfully by Tiffany, is it Haddish? Always Haddish. Haddish. Always mispronounce her name, uh, but played beautifully by her. She comes in and she sets the tone for you at the very beginning when she starts to do interviews because she says she wants to see and she wants to hear everybody's mind movie. And I thought that was an interesting way to do it because everybody, when they are reliving a story, they have it play out in their mind a certain way. And all of these characters, when they're presenting their stories to Tiffany Haddish, who is known as Detective Danner in the show, when they're presenting it to her, it plays out in a different type of movie. And that's what makes this show so unique because you're getting a different type of show every single episode. So let's go ahead and get into that. Uh, the very first one is Anik's. He is kind of, he and Tiffany Haddish are basically the main characters for the most yeah. part. And it's his story to start off with and his whole purpose for going into this reunion because they all have like their own purpose they're not all just wanting to see their classmates they all have one reason why they're going and his is to try to reconnect with an old high school flame uh zoe who is played by zoe chow is it chow. Yeah, yeah zoe chow yeah. uh been nice that she, her name was zoe as well in the, yeah. in the in the show it helps me out a lot but uh he wants to reconnect with her and possibly rekindle that flame that he had for her 
and then he becomes the primary suspect. Uh, what was your initial? What was your thoughts on this first episode? Uh, it was it was really funny. It was it was in the rom com vein. Yes, I thought I said that. I'm sorry. My bad. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was it was very funny. It was uh, he is a good rom com person. Yeah, he really is. He he should get his opportunities to be in some rom coms. Actually, I see where he is in a movie coming up with um, Rebel Wilson. Oh, okay. Uh, and he looks like he's the male lead. So I bet you he's the. I bet he. It's a. It looks like it's going to be a rom com. Yeah, my guess. So I, he's going to get his chance. But yeah, this this was really funny. He got to show off his skills being being in the leading man in, in a rom com. I um I like his backstory was funny. Um, just what happens to him at the party? Right. <laughs> where he where he gets so drunk and then he passes out and stuff gets written on him and um. Yeah, everything that happens to him at the at the party is really crazy. So yeah, I, I really I really like this episode, and it kind of did a good job of introducing us to all the characters. Right, it does a really good job of introducing us to all the characters. And what's interesting is because the way that this is played out, you're getting an unreliable narrator with this story. Yeah. And if people don't know what I'm talking about, we're basically. The story's being told to you, Burnett. You're not really 100% certain if what you're being told is what actually happened. Because we're getting each individual character's rendition of the events of that evening, it's all a little bit different. There's little details throughout this entire thing where you don't know, where it's a little bit different in Nick's story, might be a little bit different in Zoe's story. And it just is an interesting way to tell this because, like I said, you don't, you're not 100% certain if you're getting the true story, because one of them is obviously lying about certain stuff because somebody did it. And that's kind of the whole point. Uh, but you know, you mentioned the fact that he got really drunk, but when you're watching Anik's Anik's episode, you really don't know how you don't see him drinking that much. You're like, right. How, right. how is he getting drunk? And you find out later, Oh, that's how he got drunk because he yeah. got, he got roofied by, yeah, yeah, by yeah, yeah. was it Chelsea? Was that her, her yeah, name? Chelsea. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't, she wasn't trying to roofie him. She was trying to roofie uh, Xavier, but you know, that's one of the great things about this show because it is a bit of a, it's a murder mystery, even though it's still a comedy, it's still a murder mystery. And there's these little details that you find throughout uh, the course of the show. So yeah, it, it's a really good start. It's, you know, it, it still gives you the murder aspects, you know, the serious murder aspects, but nevertheless, it also is doing a lighthearted introduction. And it's, you know, it's light, nice and light and easy to watch and a lot of fun to watch. So uh, I really enjoyed this episode. You know, not a fan of rom- romantic comedy. He's not really a big fan of those. I mean, I'll watch a good one if it's, if it's good. Yeah. But it was a great introduction and like i said with it being set up as a romantic comedy i was surprised at just how much i liked it but it just did a really good job of telling that story and then it moved us into the next episode so uh like i said what were uh what was the biggest strength of this episode for you um hmm. I, i think i think anik sam richardson showing yeah. he's the leading man and yeah. he he could pull this off yeah like i said i think i think you're right about that as well i think he'll i think this might be a, a way like you said with uh this film that he has coming up with uh what's her name rebel what Re- rebel wilson rebel wilson i was gonna say rebel yell now i know that's not right <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah that's uh his you know i th- would be willing to guess that's what we're going to see more of that for him because he, he doesn't really he, he plays that nice sweet innocent mm-hmm. character uh you know when he try when he when he's so mad when he wakes up because he realizes that his face has been drawn on he's got his pants pulled down you know he's 
trying to be this mad guy. He doesn't really, you know, he's not convincing. Is that because he is this sweet, nice guy? So, all right, that takes us to the second episode. The second episode is Brett's, uh, who was his was an action uh, movie, which this one was a lot of fun. All right, yeah. so you had the first one, which was all nice and sweet. Brett is tr- has views himself as this big tough guy. I mean, yeah. he's he's always mad, and his purpose for going to the reunion was to try to save his marriage because they had been divorced from his wife, who is Zoe, who Anique was trying to get back together with. So he's trying to rekindle that flame and you know convince Zoe that he should be her husband. Even goes as far as like to swap out the the the, the slideshow with like pictures from their marriage. Uh, I mean, so there's all that stuff going on. But like I said, he's doing this as an action movie. So he, like anytime he can get into a fight, he's getting into a fight. Uh, he's also got his daughter with him uh, throughout most of this. And like when he's driving the car and he's like just driving like a bat out of hell, his daughter's sitting there cheering him on. Who's absolutely his daughter. We'll get to at the end, but she's absolutely adorable in this. Show. Yeah, she is absolutely adorable. Um, but yeah, and anybody who he senses might be trying to make a move on Zoe, he just rages against them. I mean, absolutely rages. He he is convinced that Xavier is trying to move in, and he was. I mean, there's yeah, no doubt yeah. about that. But he, he just goes off on them. Uh, what was your thoughts of this episode? Uh, I'm with you. Uh, this was one of the best ones because it was, it was like you said, an action movie. Uh, it's also it's also great to see. We see things. This is the first, well, second episode, but you see things that's that Anique mentioned. Brett's version is a little bit different, right? Brett comes off a lot tougher, and like he's he has this long fight with the security guard at right. Xavier's, <laughs> which. Even after Backy's story, I'm still not exactly sure what happened there. No, I'm not either. I'm, I'm not exactly yeah, sure how he got away from the security guard, who beat yeah. who up. <laughs> yeah. Also, his driving and the uh, and the car chase where he's chasing uh, Anik is a lot better. Like it's you know like Fast and the Furious right. style driving. So it's funny to see his version. Uh, and then also he is very nice to Zoe and not overbearing, which. And every other story is it it paints him in a bad light. Yeah, he, he's just an absolute jerk in every other version of the story. Yeah, not the case in his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was I, I thought that was really great. That kind of just it really made you say, okay, like you said, this is these are unreliable narrators. We have to be you know, aware that anything's about to happen. Right. And, you know, like I said, I just love, he is really good with his, the girl who plays his daughter. And I, I did not catch yeah. her name, but he is really, really good. Because he, that, his daughter ends up spending most of the time when she's on screen with, with, um, with Brett. And that's, like I said, that chemistry they have is really, really good because she thinks her dad has hung the moon. And what's interesting is, you know, Anik assumes that the reason Brett is chasing them is because he wants to get Anik because he's going after Zoe. The reason he's chasing after them is because Anik accidentally took her her koala bear. That's the yeah. reason. That's the reason he's chasing her. So, like yeah. I said, it's, it's what you mentioned. Those little details that they that are a little bit different in everybody's stories that just makes you say, okay, well, I really got to pay attention to this to make sure that I'm catching everything correctly. So, and, and one more thing I wanted to mention, and it was sh- parts of this were shown in his. Brett's episode in Anik's, 
which were two of the funniest things on the show, the Hall & Oates biopic starring Xavier <laughs> and Channing Tatum was one of the funniest yes. things where, where they come up with how Maneater was uh, written. Just was hilarious. And then the Will Forte, Xavier, Hungry, Hungry Hippos. Yes. Uh, live action. Yes. I think, I think these were shown in these two episodes. And I, I really wanted more of this. Yes. And, hung- from those movies. and Hungry, Hungry Hippos was uh, Maggie's favorite movie. We, we learned yeah. on uh, numerous occasions. And that actually ends up playing a part in, a part in the story later on, we find out. All right, so that takes us to the third episode, which was Jasper's episode. It was a musical. I mean, it was a straight-up musical. Uh, you know, I'm not usually a fan of musicals, and I'm going to actually talk a little bit about that when we get to our recommendations. But uh, his, like I said, the main thing that Jasper wants, he was in a band with Xavier, the person who was killed, played by Dave Franco. And Dave Franco does just an excellent job of being fantastic, an absolute, I don't know, what's the, what's the best Douche. word? Thank you, that's the word. That is absolutely the word. And, like, untalented douche at that, but he still has found some way to become a star. Yeah, I but, would say he is a very untalented Justin Bieber. That's a really good way to describe him. That's an excellent way to describe him, as a matter of fact. So, yeah, uh, let, let's go with that. The untalented Justin Bieber that he is, you know, Jasper had, was in a band with him, and he broke it off because he felt like, and we've lo- learned this later when we get to the high school episode, but we learned later that uh, they they Jasper felt like they were going in different directions in terms of musically, so he, so he breaks up the group. And it's Xavier that ends up becoming the star, and, and Jasper is now an AV guy and you know, nothing wrong with being an AV guy, but that's not the way he envisioned his, his life going. So he just wants Xavier to bless his track. That's what he's always talking about. Bless my track, bless my track. Uh, that way, hopefully maybe he'll become a star as well. And that's, that's his whole reason for showing up to this reunion. Even though the fact that he installed the, the AV equipment before uh, this took place, you would think that, you know, he, he could have, if he was going to do it, he would have done it then. But nevertheless, you know, he's still trying to get, he's still trying to get that from Xavier. And we're getting all these musical montages. And what is interesting in this is Jasper is portraying them as like being these really close friends, these really close buds. And it's not the case at all, especially when we find out at the end where, you know, he yeah Xavier doesn't even respond to his text messages. Yeah. Uh, he never ever responds. It's always Jasper texting him, and, and Xavier is basically ignoring them the entire time. Uh, but you know, it's he wants that, he really wants to be friends with him. He really wants that so that he, not because he wants to be friends and wants to do things together, because he wants something from him, uh, which you know is an interesting thing. But his episode still ends up being a lot of fun. Yeah. I think this was the most fun episode. Yeah, it really was. I mean, <laughs> I mean, breaking out into these weird songs and, you know, you're wondering when you're listening and watching this, you're like, does he really see things like this? I mean, yeah. is, that, is that how he's yeah. really seeing things? And we, you know, uh, Detective Danner, played by Tiffany Haddish, she points out at the end, his was the most ridiculous. His was the most ludicrous. So it would make sense. Do we want to go ahead and get into that real quick? Uh, well, let's mention one more thing about the episode. I, I thought... Ben Schwartz really got to showcase his singing ability. Yes, he did. In this one. Mm-hmm. And, and also, I love the song where he brought Sam Richardson, Anique, along in, where they sang and danced together. Yes. 
So I th- I thought that was just just fantastic. But yes, so go on with the with with Danner figured out. Yeah. So at this point, uh, they still know who who has done it. But we learn at the end of the at the end of the series. And like I said, if you haven't seen it yet, I'm not sure how you've gotten this far in the podcast. But we appreciate you. Uh, but it, but we learn that Jasper is the one who killed Xavier. Uh, and one of the reasons why she's able to figure this out is because she says his one of the most ridiculous stories, one of the most unbelievable stories. His was that. I mean, people aren't just breaking out into song. That just doesn't happen. I mean, you can make a case for everything else with possibly the exception of Zoe's, but when we get to Zoe's, I, I think I know exactly what, why she actually found her somewhat believable. But his is not believable. I mean, he's doing all this stuff. He's talking about all these songs that took place. And once again, he... In an effort to cover up what he did, he ends up having, he takes Xavier's phone and he starts responding to the text that Jasper was sending. And that is what basically implicates him because at no point had he ever responded. Now all of a sudden Xavier's responding. That doesn't, it doesn't add up. Yeah. And he should have known that from the beginning, but I understand why he did it, but it it looked bad and it looked, it looked suspicious. That's one of the reasons why she, she found him out. You know, one of the things that you, you'd mentioned this, that Sam Richardson had done an interview where he said the, you should be able to figure this out. We, you and I talked, we, neither one of us figured this out. Yeah. And do you think if you had seen all episodes one through eight straight in order, you think you might've had a better chance? I think there's a chance you would have picked him just because if you really thought about it, he did have some motive. Yes, he did. But I watched this again to prepare for the podcast it it there were the clues weren't there. I never noticed the phone thing where they switched the phone out. Right now, I really didn't notice. I didn't look as as quickly. I mean, as as uh, like spot on as I probably should have. But I, I I never saw that. So no, I I don't think I don't think it was as as obvious as they made it sound out to be. Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, it's one of those things that they talk about the phone thing. I tried to go back and watch, and yeah, he has a different phone at a couple of times, but it's, it's unless you're really, really paying attention, you're yeah, not going yeah. to catch that phone. And the only other thing that would be obvious, and I think the thing that would make it a little bit more obvious is if you're watching them back to back to back, is he came in from the balcony, and in his story, he didn't come in from the balcony. He came from, from like the stairs area. Yeah, and That's the you, only thing that would, you might would have noticed. Right, and I was going to say, he also looks innocent, uh, when they're listening to the music and they right. find the trap room or right. safe room, he doesn't care that they can't hear in there. Right. Yeah. So that that was another thing that I'm like I'm surprised he he seems kind of innocent. And, and that be, was after I watched it again. And to be honest with you, when you look at Ben Schwartz, you don't think murder. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> you no. really don't. No, I think the, uh, the the other detective goes that sweet angel. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, that's one of the great things. I mean, when you go into this, you know, that they're, they're pointing you in a certain, a certain direction. We'll actually talk about this when we get to Yellow Jackets a little bit. But when they point you in a certain direction, you know you're not to go that way. It felt like they were pointing you towards Brett. I, yeah, I've, they, I, yeah. I really felt like yeah. that. And yeah. so I was like, since that's the way they're pointing us, I don't think that's the way it's going to go. And it ended up not being the case. Yeah. So, uh, but like I said, good, fun episode, uh, enjoyed the musical aspect of it. Not a huge fan of musicals, but nevertheless, this one was enjoyable just because it was just so over the top. I mean, yeah. and that's probably the best way to describe it. Just so over the top and just so completely absurd. It made it fun. So, yeah. 
All right, the next one is Chelsea's. Hers was a psychological thriller, so kind of think Alfred Hitchcock type stuff going on here. Uh, hers was very interesting, I'll say this. Yeah. Uh, basically, her entire motive for coming to the reunion is to get revenge on Xavier from something that happened in high school. We don't know what happened yet at this point when we watch it, but we know something has happened. They've mentioned on numerous occasions this party that took place back in high school. Like I said, we don't know what's going on. We don't know what happened. We just know that that something happened at this party, and she wants revenge for it. And we will find out in the following week what actually happened. But that's her whole thing. And she brought this specific flask that she was going to give to Xavier that had the roofies but Anik ends up actually drinking it uh she uh Xavier had some too but nevertheless Anik ends up drinking that's how he ends up passed out on the floor and with his pants pulled down and with his face drawn all over which we later find out was Maggie uh, so this was a was an interesting episode obviously they're going psychological thriller but it's it's done in a very silly fashion yeah, and this one was good because we found out that Brett and Chelsea have had an affair. That's who Brett right. had an affair with because that was rumored, mm-hmm. but they didn't know who it was. And also I like because we find out in everyone's stories before this, and every time Chelsea is mentioned, it mentioned that she had lost her mind. Right. That she she was a problem. But then you start to understand, she mentions, yeah, I've had problems, but you realize she's not as bad as as she says. She kind of actually has a hold on, I know I'm crazy, kind of, but I'm I'm working on it kind of thing. So you definitely feel more for her as this episode, and it actually, you start to see a difference in the stories of of her afterwards because you realize what's actually going on with her. Right, and like I said, you were, it's like you said, you feel for her. I mean, yeah. she's obviously got some things going on. Her life didn't turn out the way that she envisioned it. She was this smart, intelligent person in high school, and things just kind of went south for her. And a lot of it started that evening, that uh, that night in high school with Brett. Uh, and, and I'm sorry, not with Brett, with Xavier. And so she's had a lot of trauma to deal with. And like I said, yeah. they're 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 doing they're dealing with this in a fun manner. They're they're not losing the humor in it. But nevertheless, you know, you kind of feel sorry for her just because of the circumstances that she's gone through. Uh, yeah. So, did you ever think that it might be her? Early on, but after this one, no. Yeah, I, I was kind of saying I thought that in the beginning of this, I could with the way that the other people were portraying her. I thought that that was a very good possibility, but after actually listening to her story, it didn't sound like she would be the person to end up doing it. I don't think she's ever really truly that serious of a candidate to uh, have committed the, committed the crime. So yeah. uh, like I said, I, I was still kind of thinking it's got to be Brett or somebody else, but like I said, it still wasn't becoming obvious to me. Right. All right. The next one was Walt. Walt, Walt is the invisible guy. He, nobody knew who he was in high school. Nobody seems to know who he is now. Uh, he just wants somebody to notice him. That's that's all he wants. He wants somebody to notice him. Uh, but when we get Walt's story, the reason we're getting Walt's story is because it was at his house, or was it his uncle's house? I can't remember. It was his uncle's house. It was his uncle's house. So it was his uncle's house where this high school party took place that keeps getting referenced over and over again. So now we get the high school drama or whatever it is you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, think, you know, 10 Things I Hate About You, that type of a yeah. that type of a movie. So that's what we're getting in this one. Uh, so he comes to the reunion in hopes of getting a second chance just to make his classmates to remember him. Because uh, they don't. <laughs> I mean, they uh, don't remember him. Uh, he wants, he will do anything 
possible. We've we discovered this when he was in high school. He will do anything possible. It goes so far as to uh, strip down naked and possibly, uh, you know, go, go streaking across the lawn. But he didn't even get that opportunity because uh, Anik and Xavier end up screwing that up. So uh, he just wants to be remembered. That's all he wants, and he just never can seem to do it. Yeah, this was the one that I thought the Walt storyline kind of went too too long. Yeah, and kind of too. I, I got because I'm like. In today's bullying culture, right, and like, st- I don't know. I felt bad. I, I thought th- I, this was my nitpick. I, I thought the Walt stuff went too far. Yeah, they, they just it was a it was a joke that just they kept beating. A, it was like being a dead horse, is what it was. Yeah, yeah. And also, because like, how would not one person remember him? Especially like him and Brett were partners, right? And how did he end up in, at the party if nobody remembered him? I mean, so, right, so, right. So, so there are things that don't work and i guess that's part of just being a comedy uh sometimes sometimes when you're just doing a comedy some things may not work logistically or or logically but you know it still ends up uh you still need to have those things for for the film but yeah you're right it's uh, this was probably my least favorite episode just because it took us away from everything that was going on currently and i see why they did it because they need to show why uh they need to show what was the bad blood between Xavier and Chelsea, they, because that's where and we, Xavier and Anique. That's right, and Xavier and Anique. So we learn all this. We also learn why we, we will find out later on why Xavier has nothing to do with Jasper because Jasper is the one who breaks up their their group. Yeah. So it plays. This is basically an exposition part of of the yeah. story. We get a lot of background on this that we hadn't gotten previously, and it helps us understand the story. But it kind of also just continues to dig in that joke against Walt. All the stuff that we're learning is more important to all the other characters besides Walt himself. Uh, so, yeah. but like I said, it, you're right. This, to me, this was, it was the, my, probably my least favorite episode. And we'll get, get into that a little bit later on, but it, it it's an exposition episode. An exposition is, is always kind of hard to pull off and make it entertaining. And I think they, they struggled with this one to make it entertaining as well. Yeah. All right, next is Zoe's. Zoe's was an animated uh, an animated story, and hers was probably the most interesting, if yeah. if for nothing else, just because I thought it, it was a great way to, to tell this story because you can do so much more with animation than you can with live action, and it's the way that she sees herself. So she sees herself as like this, you know, this being that's, in all these, has all these different parts. She's got the rage monster. Uh, she's got the two-headed, you know, the sensible one versus the, you know, I just want to rip your head off part of her. Uh, and th- those are things you really can't pull off. Well, you could probably do something similar in live action, but it would just be a lot more difficult. So they do an animation. And that's one of the things I liked about her, her story. Uh, her reason for going to the reunion was just to get a break. She, she just wanted to be a break from being a single mom. Uh, you know, I, being a parent, I can't imagine being a single parent day in, day out. I had to do it for about a week and I did. I don't want to do it again. <laughs> I'll be just perfectly honest with you. Uh, so, uh, you know, I get that from that perspective, but you know, that's all she wants. She just wants, to, she just wants a break. She just wants to have fun. She doesn't want to, she doesn't really want, she wants to make decisions that aren't, you know, maybe they're bad decisions. I mean, yeah. that's just what she wants. Uh, but even this she can't have because she's Brett was supposed to be watching Maggie and he doesn't do it. Uh, so it just continues to kind of just spill over into her life. What was your thoughts on this one? Yeah, I like this one too. Uh, like you said, we saw 
what she was thinking. We also saw where Anik took it as they had really connected. Right. And hers was she kind of thought they had. Right. And so it wasn't as strong as a connection as Anik had initially thought. Yeah, he had a much different... He remembered their connection much, much differently than she did. I mean, like I said, and I think it had a lot to do with just their mindset going into this party or into this reunion. You know, he was looking to, you know, try to make something serious between the two of them because he, he, he had such a crush on her from high school. But she wasn't necessarily looking for something like that. She just wanted to have some fun. That's all she wanted was just to have some fun. So she wasn't trying to make this really, really strong connection. And I think that's the reason why she ends up remembering it differently than Anik did. But like I said, it was just really interesting to watch her and just the way that she portrayed herself as well as everybody else for that matter. Yeah, I was going to say, she made Brett look guilty again. Yeah, she did. And I don't think she wanted to, but she no. But she knew, you know, if she's going to tell the truth, she's he was going to look guilty. And that's part of the problem that he had in this entire story was Anik was the one that Danner had her sights set on. But if she was going to go to anybody else, it always felt like she was going to go, go to Brett. And, you know, it's a very difficult spot for, for Zoe because, you know, if she tells the truth, it might implicate the father of her child, but she also has to tell the truth so that, suspicion doesn't necessarily come crashing down on her so it's, it's a really difficult spot for her to be in uh now the next one was detective banners now this one was an was an interesting road they went down because we're getting a cop show with her speed that makes sense because she is a detective and we kind of get her origin story about how she ends up being on the police force and all this type of stuff what did you think about the decision to leave the main story to explore this storyline with detective danner i'll be honest this was the episode i liked the least it was up there with the, with the high school one. Because I love Tim, Tiffany Haddish. This is the role for her. Right. And I'm glad it's coming back for season two and they're letting her lead. But it's just like, I already thought she was a good detective. Right. I, I wasn't having my doubts. I didn't need this episode. Right. If we got this episode, I would have... I would have liked this episode at the beginning, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, like before, that's true. Before we meet anybody in the in the reunion before we meet any of them, like maybe she's remembering this all on her way to the crime scene or something like that, because to stop the story that they've had up until this point and to explore this, basically the chase, this rabbit they're chasing here right before the season comes to a conclusion. Like I said, it's not, it's an interesting story. And I think I like the fact that they use a, an element from a previous case for her to, help solve this mystery. But like I said, I would have preferred seeing this at the beginning. I think it's a decent story, but just the placement of it, I thought was problematic. And we got to see Fred Savage as a bad guy. So that was, that's true. That's, that was fun. I I did not expect to see that Fred Savage show up in this show, but when he did, I was like, Oh, okay. I'm I'm good with Fred Savage. I like Fred. (laughs) But yeah, so like I said, it was just an interesting, it was an interesting decision on their part to abandon the story right before, you solve it. Like I said, her story was interesting. You know, she's trying to prove herself to that, uh, the other guy. I don't remember the guy's name off the top of my head. Uh, uh, thank you. Uh, but yeah, so that's what she's trying to do. She's trying to prove herself to him. Uh, she's the mad dog as he's, as he was always calling her. Uh, so she had a lot to prove and, you know, this was her opportunity. Like I said, I just wish they placed this maybe at the beginning before the rest of the story had kind of broken down. 
All right, the last episode was Maggie's. <laughs> like I said, she is adorable. Maggie is Zoe and Brett's daughter, and we discover that she's actually witnessing more of the events because when Brett ends up chasing Anik down to try to get her koala back, she, he goes, uh, he's got Maggie with her, and he wants her to stay in the car. Well, she's, what, four, I think, is if, if I remember correctly. She doesn't stay in the car. <laughs> yeah. and, and Detective Dan realizes that, and so she's questioning her and we get a kid's show. I mean, it's, it's kind of like a, a Sesame street version of, yeah. uh, with straight with puppets and everything. I mean, and everything is great and it's wonderful. And like when her dad fights the security guard, they like bop each other in the nose. I don't remember yeah. exactly what it was, but it was such a different take on everything else that had happened. And it's just so interesting because what I like about this is because, you know, kids see things so differently than adults do. And she saw it way differently than, than everybody else. Yeah. And I will say Walt was the puppet and that was kind of funny. Yes, it was. That was kind of funny. Yeah. And, uh, I think there I were like, a couple of puppets though, weren't there? Well, he was the one that he would keep showing up. Okay. I, I maybe never, that's what I, maybe that's what I mistook it for. Yeah. I, I, I thought that was great. And, and I liked, uh, how at one point during her story, she started telling the plot of Hungry Hungry Hippos. Yes, yeah, she did. The movie. <laughs> Detective Danny had to get her back on. Had to get her back on track. Yep. So that, that was great. We got a little bit more of that that movie though. That was nice. Yeah, and we find out a lot of her dad's story. Yes, we did. That he he wasn't. He, he's still not the best guy, but he right. wasn't as bad as we thought because he was chasing them to try to get the koala bear. Right. He was really sweet to her. He felt bad about, you know, he actually apologized to Zoe. Right. So, like, it, it made it made Brett look better in her episode. Yeah, and, uh, you know, you really get an idea for this. One thing I do think about Brett is he was a bad husband. I don't think anybody yeah. will question that. But I don't think he's a bad dad. I think he's, right. a, I think yeah. he's a really great dad, as a matter of fact. Yeah. I mean, he, you could tell he loved his daughter, even though he was bringing her to a, a, a bad situation. The reason he brought her is because he wanted to get the koala back. Uh, but, yeah, so I, I loved her episode. It was a lot of fun. I'm glad they didn't spend a ton of time though in the actual kids show. That would have that would have yeah. gotten that would have dragged down. So they five. they were smart about that. They spent about five minutes or so actually doing the kids show version of this, just so that Danner could get the information that she was looking for when she was actually interviewing Maggie. So once they she got the information she was looking for, they ended that that episode. So that was that was a smart decision in my part. At least I thought. Yeah, I, I agree with you. That was that was plenty of time. It was it was fun and it also gave us we got a few more i guess clues right uh we we found out what happened to the jennifers yes and uh so that yeah that that led us into let's let's get to the finale now right and so that's when they break it down and danner does a really interesting thing here she basically she knows who it is. She knows that it's Jasper at this point. At least she, re- we re- she reveals this when she's talking to Anik after everything has uh, been solved and been put out in the open. She knows that it's Jasper, but what she doesn't know is because Anik and Jasper are such good friends, she wants to know if Anik has had anything to do with it, if he was, has anything to do with the cover-up, or if he's trying to help, uh, or if he had anything to do with actually pushing Xavier off the window, if it was just Jasper acting alone. So she's She's painting it where the only two suspects that she has is Anik and Brett, but she knows it's not Brett, and she knows Anik knows it's not Brett. But the way she has portrayed it, if Anik comes forward, he's the only suspect left. And that's how she wants to basically prove to herself 
that Anik wasn't actually involved in this, but if he comes forward, he, she knows he's a good person and that he didn't have anything to do with to begin with, and that's what he ends up doing. Yeah, and you got to give Tiffany Haddish is just just a wonderful performer. Yes. Just the way she went around eating while this was going on. <laughs> yes. and, 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 and commenting and on the food. I mean, not just yeah, eating it, but commenting uh, on the food. And she has a way of... Um, just being smart aleck that's that's just really funny too right and, and and a different different way of doing it than a lot of people have she's such a unique a unique actress she, she you know when she was in that girls trip movie she blew up immediately and started being in all kinds of stuff it reminded me of melissa mccarthy mm-hmm. and the bridesmaids and uh I, I just I love that she's in this role and and I'm just glad we're going to get some more and I hope I hope she is in a lot more funny stuff because she she has like I said just a unique talent. Yes, and one thing I liked about the her portrayal of this of this uh, detective, the one thing I liked is she wasn't this like just you know raging you know raging yeah. mad lieutenant even though her name was Mad Dog. She was playing this very methodically, very, you know, straight up, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, you felt like she truly just was looking for information. She wasn't trying to coax anything out of anybody that wasn't true. She really wanted to know who actually did it, and she wanted to put them away because, you know, a lot of times on on cop shows, you know, they portray the cops as, you know, just trying to find somebody that they can charge and arrest, and she's not doing that. She's trying to really find out who who did this. And And I I love also that, she loved the Zoe and Anique love story. Yes, she did. And, and enjoyed some good gossip of, <laughs> of the people there. She did. She she really got into their their story, and she she was really interested. That's one of the great things that I liked about the way she played this is yeah. you know she really got into everybody's story. I mean she was she really wanted to know a lot about especially about Anique and and Zoe. She really wanted to know about Maggie. She she thought you know she. She just like us thought Maggie was absolutely adorable. Uh, you know, she thought Brett's was interesting, uh, you know, and she thought, I think she honestly thought it was interesting that he portrayed himself that way because I mean, he portrays himself as this kind of violent dude. You know, yeah. why are you telling me all this? I mean, that uh, kind of makes you look bad. So, uh, like I said, she just had a really interesting way about going about this and she did a really good job of it. And it's like you said, she, she will be back for season two. I'll be yeah. interested to see, you know what the premise of it is obviously i don't think they'll do another reunion you've already done that but you know is it an is it an after party for a wedding is an after party for i don't know a wedding would be good yeah a wedding would be good uh so like i said i'll I'll be interested to see how how they do that but it has been announced to be renewed so it'll be fun i'll be interested to see who the rest of the cast that they bring in for this will will be because you you brought in a really good one for this yeah you you can't really bring in the casting and maybe they try to figure out some way to pull anique back into it uh see if they can get sam richardson signed up you know they traded cards and yeah as i would say they kind of hinted that he could be back so we'll we'll see if they they try to pull him back in because like I said he, he those are the two main characters in in this story yeah. and I would be interested to see if she if they find some way to get Sam Richardson back into it as well so but we'll have to wait and see on that whenever they end up making the second season all right do we want to do awards let's do it all right so we're doing a little bit different we're doing awards like we normally do we're giving out our six awards based on the six characters of Friends but we're also going to give our awards. To each episode, because every episode is a little bit different, so we decided to give them to the episode as well. So let's start with the Rachel, which is the star, the one that shone the most, the one that stood out to you as the best. Who was your Rachel for this show? So the character, right? Yes, the character. We're doing the character first. Uh, uh, 
It's got to be a Nick Sam Richardson. Yes, I went with Sam Richardson as well. He just, like I said, man, he had like um, the leading man, and he he has that Tom Hanks kind of leading man. That's like you said, you, you just got to like him. Yeah, you do. You just kind of like him. I mean, yeah. They're, they're, he's just a likable guy. I mean, he, he's he's you know he's not like just overly attractive, but yeah. you know he's got he's got a nice face to look at, and you just are you're drawn to him because of his personality, and it's so warm and bubbly, and it's just yeah. he's just uh, he's 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 just a warm character to to be around, and you, you like seeing him on screen. All yeah. right, what about your uh, what was your Rachel in terms of episodes? The Rachel Turner's episodes, I went with the Yasper episode. Okay. I went with the Maggie, not because of actually what she did, just because I liked the way that they resolved everything. Uh, so, I mean, the finale, yeah. the finale, I thought, was they, they did a great job of actually resolving all this. I liked the logic they used to, to explain how Yasper did it. Uh, but uh, I, I could have gone with Yasper's here as well. I could have gone with a lot of these. Uh, yeah. But... But yeah, like I said, that's the reason I went with that. Not because, I mean, hers, don't get me wrong, the, the kid show was just absolutely adorable. In fact, they didn't spend that much time on it. I just like the way they've resolved this. It's really hard to get a good finale sometimes. I thought they did a really good yeah. job with it. No, you're right. I went with the Astro because I just thought the musical part of it was just brilliant. Yeah, it really was. That was an, that was probably, if I had to guess, the hardest part, the hardest episode to make. Uh, just oh, yeah. There was so much coordinate choreography and all that stuff that went into it. My guess is it probably took a lot more on that one than it did the rest of them. All right. The Joey, who is your, just a likable character. I went with, uh, Jasper Ben Schwartz. Okay. I went with, uh, Zoe Chow as Zoe for mine. Uh, why'd you go with Jasper? Just because I mean, he, he, even though he was the villain, he was extremely likable. Yeah, he really was. He, he, and he's really likable, even though like in, you haven't seen Parks and Recreation, right? No, but I know, I know what his part is. Okay, yeah. I mean, he, he's really likable in a very annoying role. I mean, it's yeah. just it's just a really good character that he, he can play really, really well. Uh, so I, I can see that. I went with Zoe just because, you know, I mean, kinda, you kind of feel bad for her uh, just because she's yeah. in such, you know, she's a single mom. She's doing her best that she can. She's Her, hus- her ex-husband is absolutely awful. And he can't even, you know, stay home on the one night that he's supposed to stay home with the daughter. Uh, so I kind of, I kind of felt sorry for her. That's one of the reasons why I went with uh, her for the Joey. What was your Joey episode? I went with Brett. You went with Brett. Uh, I went with yeah. This is where I went with the Aspers episode. Uh, but yeah, I can see why you went with that. But tell us why you went with uh, the Brett episode. It was just man. It was just a good time, like Joey. Yeah, it, it, it was a fun episode. It was an absolutely fun episode. And I went with the Aspers just because again. It was a fun episode. I mean, it was a lot of fun to, to watch that episode play out. All right, the Chandler, the one that made you laugh the most. Now, a lot of the shows we've covered have not had a lot of laughs. This one actually did. Uh, but it, it, let's talk about that humor real quick. This wasn't just over-the-top belly-laughing humor. This was, right. this was you know, just a humorous air about the entire thing, I guess is the best way that I can describe it. Like I said, it's just a different type of humor. Like I said, it's not just like you're, you're watching an episode of friends, for example, where there were just laugh out loud moments. There were a few of those, but it's, it's just more of everything is amusing. Everything is a little bit humorous, but in the show, who was your Chandler? I went with uh, Dan or Tiffany Haddish. Oh, you went with Dan? I went with Ben Schwartz. That's where I went with, went with this one. Yeah. I, I just think Tiffany Haddish just was so funny. Even like when she was doing the, uh, I guess it, I think it was a Neeks, when when she even said something like, 
let me get my popcorn. And she actually yes. had a bag of popcorn. <laughs> she had a bag of popcorn right there with her. Yeah, that that was that was absolutely funny. Like I said, just I went with Ben Schwartz just because he is uh, him trying to get that track blessed. I thought was what was humorous throughout the entire course of the uh, the course of the entire episode. Uh, I'm sorry, this over the course of the entire show, I, I enjoyed that bit of it. Uh, just an absolutely fun guy to watch. Uh, he's fun in everything that he does. Yeah. So. Uh, what was your what was your most humorous episode? What was the one that you found the most funny? I, I went with uh, the one of the ones you didn't like. I, I thought the high school one was actually pretty funny. Oh, did you? Okay, I went with uh, I went with Brett's episode. Uh, the the action, you know, we talked about it being an action movie. It was it was done in a you know a very humorous way. I mean, everything about it was yeah. it was very humorous. So that's the reason I went with Brett's episode there. All right, next is the Phoebe. The Phoebe is the off the wall character, the person that is a little bit. Uh, you don't necessarily understand. It's kind of crazy. Uh, who was your Phoebe for this show? I went with the uh, Alana Glazer, uh, Chelsea. Oh, okay. That, that's a good one. Uh, and, uh, you know, her part, her, it's kind of all over the place. Yeah, and, she and is. It's not a normal. And, and she's very funny too. Yeah, she was, she was very funny. I went with, uh, Jamie Dimitri as Walt. Uh, just because I, we never, we, we didn't really get a chance to know him. We didn't get a chance to understand yeah. him because he was the person that nobody remembered. So that's the reason I ended up going with him. And he, he did a really good job, Walt. Yeah, he did. And what was your episode for this one? So I, I did a tie on this one. I think the Chelsea and Zoe episodes okay. were, were the Phoebes because it was so much you didn't know about their character right. that you find out. And they were, and they were a little bit different than you thought they were. Yeah, I, I think so too. And I went with that went with Zoe as well in this one. So you you find out a lot about how they viewed themselves and what they what they thought about themselves and how it impacted their decision making was was uh, very interesting. And like I said, it was kind of they were very different than the rest of them. I mean, you had you had Chelsea with the, the psychological thriller, uh, and you had Zoe's with the animated. So they were all they were very different than the rest of the episodes that we had in the show. All right, the Monica. That is the person who has a crucial role to play. Even if you, they may, they may not be the most liked, they may not be the most hated, but they got a role to play. And the show is not quite the same without them. So, who was your Monica for this one? I went with Zoe, uh, Zoe Chow, because she actually kind of reminds me of Courtney Cox, uh, a Monica type. I can see that. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Uh, this is where I put Tiffany Haddish, just because her role being detective, she's the one who has to push the story along. Uh, she's the one who's got to be there to get the information out of everybody. So that's the reason I ended up going with uh, Tiffany Haddish as Detective Banner. Who? What was your Monica episode? I went with the Anique episode, the romantic comedy. Okay, I went with Detective Dan. I went with the Danner one here. I I just like the fact the fact that it pulled that storyline from. You know, she used a previous case, one of her first cases, to inform herself to solve this one. I thought that served a crucial role, uh, even though it wasn't really my favorite episode. Yeah, uh, it still, I think, served a really crucial purpose since the reason I went with it. All right, last the Ross, the least favorite character. Who was your least favorite character on this? Well, I'm just going it as the villainous, but I, I went with Brett here. Okay, even though he was actually fantastic. Yeah, he was fantastic. as the. He's supposed to, we've talked about this a lot. He's yeah. not supposed to be liked. I mean, yeah. if he's doing his job, he's not supposed to be liked because he's kind of a jerk. I mean, just to be perfectly honest. Uh, he, he cheats on Zoe. He's ruining her night in, a, in an effort to try to get back together with her. So he's not supposed to be liked. Uh, so I can see why you went with him. I went with Dave Franco as Xavier. <laughs> because he is a louse. I mean, he is an absolutely awful person. Uh, so I went with him. 
Yeah, that was a good call. I, I should have found a because Dave Franco really did a just remarkable job. Yeah, and I don't think we talked about him enough when we're going through this because he is in this show just as much as everybody, even though yeah, he's the he person really who died. Uh, like I said, the, the Hollow Notes, the uh, just some of his songs. Yes, exactly. I mean, they're awful songs. I'm like, and they're kind of poking fun at pop music with with yeah. that because I mean, it's just stupid stuff ends up becoming really, really popular. And, and what I like about his part too. When the females told their stories about him, he was trying to be charming right, and, 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 and nice to them. But when every guy told their story, he looked so much worse. Yes, yes, he does. And, I, and, I, and uh, we need to mention one more thing. Uh, Brett and Xavier's urination off was one of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever seen. Yes, it was. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was your episode for your Brett? What was your Brett episode? I'm uh, not See, your Brett episode, your Ross episode. Excuse me. I, I went with Danner, the Danner. I, okay. You've taught me into it. I think, I think my reason was I watched this twice uh-huh. and that episode on the second, second go around is really, is not as good. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, I thought it served a purpose, uh, but yeah. in terms of just being, if it weren't for the fact that it served a purpose, it probably would have been mine as well. Uh, I ended up going with the one that I mentioned the most, the, the high school one, uh, Walt. I just, uh, like I said, I mean, it, it was so exposition heavy uh, because we got so much backstory. Like I said, it was needed. And so I probably could have, I could have swapped either one of these for both of them. I could have gone with that one for, uh, I could have gone with the high school one for, for the Monica. And I could, and I could have gone with Detective Danners here, but like I said, I don't know. It just, there was something about that that I just, it was probably my, it was definitely my least favorite. I didn't find as much uh, value from it as the rest of them. So, uh, it wasn't a bad episode. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't a bad episode, but it it was, uh, of the eight, it was definitely my least favorite to say the least. So, all right, let's go to our rating. So for our ratings, we have a, at the very top, if it is the best of the best, it is a game of Thrones. If it is right beneath that, we go with the lost middle of the road for us is a friends. Uh, right below friends is full house. And at the bottom of the barrel, only if you're desperate is a Baywatch. Where are you rating the after party for you? So I really went back and forth on this because for a minute, I was going to give it a friend's. But I, I just think this is such a unique show, and the and as we've talked about it, it was really funny and yes. just a lot of fun. I, I, I think I'm going to go with the loss. Yeah, if if we were just basing it on just sheer entertainment value alone, I think it would be a friends. But when you think about, you know, we're we're trying to be critical of this, so it's not just how much we we're entertained by it. It's also you know how good the performances are how yeah. well it's made, how well it's written out, how creative it is. And for that reason, I think it is lost. It's not a Game of Thrones. Don't get me wrong. It is nowhere close to Game of Thrones. But it is a loss just because of the fact that it is well-made, it is well-acted, well-directed, and it's entertaining. I mean, so, yeah. I mean, it gets all those things. Uh, so it's right. definitely a loss for me as well. Yeah, and I was going to say, if any time you can get together Tiffany Haddish, Sam Richardson, Ben Schwartz, uh, Ike Barinholtz, Elena Grazer, and Dave Franco in a show or a movie, I'm going to watch. Yes, exactly. If I mean, they're all in there together, I mean, that, what a what a just unbelievable cast. Yeah, it's a it's a really good cast. Let's let's talk about that real quick. So this is the first Apple TV show that we've done, and you and I talked about this uh, after we recorded last week. Do we really think they make any money off of their off their their service? I mean, they have really good casts yeah. and. 
One of the movie, one of the shows that I remember watching, uh, Foundation. It's the cast isn't as as big as this one. Doesn't have as many names. Uh, it does have, uh, oh, the guy from Pushing Daisies. What is his name? Uh, uh, I know you're talking about. Um, uh. I had it until I get, began talking about it. Uh, but he's in that. And he's also one of the villains in Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Uh, gosh, now I got to look it up. Uh, let me find his name real quick. So, Lee Pace. Thank you, Lee Pace. Uh, Lee Pace is like the the big bad in that in that in that series. Uh, he's the biggest star. But that is, if you go back and watch Foundation, it is an extremely expensive show to, to put on. Uh, so they spent a lot of money, and this this Apple service is is five bucks a month. Uh, so I'm wondering. Yeah. You know, do you make money off this? I don't know that many people that have Apple TV Plus subscriptions as well. So there's, yeah. I, I guess, you know, Apple's just like, if we make money, great. If we don't, fine too. I don't know. It's really weird because, like I said, this is probably an expensive show just because of the cast. Right, right. It's not yeah, an expensive. Tiffany Haddish alone has to cost, cost a lot. Yeah, I would think so anyway. I mean, I can't imagine that she's going into this cheap, to say the least. Yeah. So, like I said, I just don't know how they're, how they're financing all these shows because they've got a lot of really good shows, a lot of really good cast. And it, it, like I said, if, if if they can justify it, more power to them. So, all right, uh, let's do some recommendations. Do you have any recommendations for us this I've week? Got, I've got three. All right, go ahead. And two of them involve Sam Richardson. Oh, okay. So the first one is a show on Netflix called "I Think You Should Leave" with Tim Robinson. Have you seen this? I've heard of it. I've not seen it. Tim Robinson was a Sarant Live writer and he is best friends his best friend is sam richardson okay. they had a show on i've never seen it it's not streaming anywhere on comedy central called the detroiters and i'd like to watch this but i think you should leave is a uh, a skit show uh and they're like tim robinson can play one of the most annoying people in the world <laughs> and it's a lot of you'll see he, there are a lot of gifs on twitter from tim robinson and the show okay uh, and so it, but it is extremely funny. I, I would recommend it. They're quick. They're like 20 minute episodes. Okay. There's two seasons and it's, it's really funny. It's called, I think you should leave with Tim Robinson and Sam Richardson's on, on several episodes. Cause like I said, his best friend is, is Tim Robinson. Okay, cool. The second one is promising young woman movie that came out in 2020, uh, starring Carrie Mulligan. Okay. It's on HBO Max. Uh, it is fantastic. Is it? It is nothing like you're going to think it's going to be. It's a. It's about uh, a young woman, uh, a, a young woman in medical school who drops out because her friend dies, and then you find out the backstory. And Sam Richardson is uh, one of one of the guys okay, that cool. the friend dated. Okay, gotcha. So, uh, so it's it's a it's a different role, and you won't see what's coming on this one. Okay, so just, cool. You got you got to pay attention. And the last one, I, I mentioned this last week on the things I was looking forward to. I watched the first episode of Winning Time. Uh, it's the story of the '80s Lakers right. on HBO, and it is hilarious. It's really good. Uh, John C. Riley is Jerry Bust, and he is just a wild card. I like the guy they have playing Magic Johnson. So it, mm-hmm. it's and it's uh it's filmed in a way it, it looks like a '70s like show right it's like grainy and stuff and there's some uh uh breaking the fourth wall john c riley looks in the camera and okay. stuff and winks and stuff like that well, that's cool so but it, it 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 looks like it's gonna be a fun watch 
I've only got one this week. Uh, I haven't had a whole lot of time to get anything in. Just a little behind-the-scenes stuff. So we normally record on Sunday night. So our Batman and Tenet episodes, they were recorded on Sunday. And we end up, both uh, Ryan and I are going to be out of town uh, this coming weekend. So we're actually recording on the Wednesday after. So we're doing it a little bit uh, more time-compressed. So I haven't had as much time to watch anything. I did try Schmigadoon. I don't know if you uh, saw I watched that. Did you? Did you like it? Yeah. I did, and I don't like musicals. I know I don't like musicals. I like the I love the first five episodes. I was not a huge fan of the of the finale because I think they spent the first five episodes kind of making fun of musicals and making fun yeah. of the forties musicals. Then the last one is like, okay, we'll just be a musical on that one. So uh, I had never I had seen a lot of previews. It looked funny. I just never got around to actually watching it. And I was just looking. It's it, we've had testing this week at the school that I work at, and that just drains the life out of me. And so I was like, I just need something light. I need something that. I don't want to think. I just want something to make me laugh a little bit. And Schmigadoon really, really did a good job. It's only six episodes long. They're all about 30 minutes. Uh, and like I said, they're making fun of, for the most part, like I said, the first five episodes, they make fun of the 1940s musicals and all the the values that came attached with those musicals. Uh, so it, it's really funny. Uh, Key from Key and Peel is in it. Yeah. Uh, Cicely? Cicely. Is that her strong. name? Yeah, yeah, Cicely yeah. Strong. I, can't, I wasn't sure if I was pronouncing it incorrectly or not. Uh, she's from Saturday Night Live. Uh, I don't, I don't, I never have seen her because I don't watch Saturday Night Live anymore. She's funny. Is she? She's funny. But she yeah. was really good in this. And it's not surprising that she's in it because Lauren Michaels is the person responsible yeah. for it. So, uh, but like I said, the first five episodes are great. I wasn't a huge fan of the finale, but I mean, it's still, obviously, if you're going to watch it, watch the last one too. So, uh, it's not been renewed for a second season. They haven't canceled it for a second season yet either. So I'm not sure what they're doing. I mean, normally by now you'd have, they'd have made a decision about it, but they have not made a decision one way or the other yet. So, but like like I said, that would be my recommendation. It's all I got this week. Uh, hopefully, I'll, I've got a lot more that I want to get out there and watch. So I'll have quite a bit more in our recommendations in our midweek show, but uh, or things I'm looking forward to in that one. So uh, hopefully, I'll get a chance to watch some of those things. All right, I guess that wraps us up for the after party. Uh, anything else you want to say before we get ready to record our midweek? Just want to tell everybody thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time. I will echo those same sentiments. We are glad you decided to join us, and we hope you keep continuing to do so. And when you meet us in the midweek episode, we will be talking about the Showtime show Yellow Jackets, one that both Ryan and I are very eager to discuss. So until then, though, as always, may all of your entertainment dreams come true.